The antidote. 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 You're listening to the antidote with Dave Hawkins. With Christian music that doesn't suck.
I'm Dave Hawkins, and thanks for tuning into The Antidote. We have a special and busy night happening, because instead of featuring one great band, we'll be having visits with two. (laughs) You just heard one with their song, The Void. The South Carolina hard rock band Collision of Innocence is generating a lot of noise in the music scene, and for good reason. The series of singles they've released over the past two years are excellent. Our second artist, Shiny Penny, have been guests on The Antidote before, and they'll bring along their new EP here in the open. You'll be hearing from Shiny Penny at the half-hour mark. For now, let's jump into the conversation I had with Collision of Innocence, and we'll hear one of their singles called Eyes Like Fire. Enjoy. Josh Barton from Collision of Innocence is here with The Antidote. Good to have you with us, Josh. Hey, good to be here, man. Collision of Innocence is a newcomer. So what about telling us how the band came to be and who's involved? So I I actually, I'm the music director at my church and um, over at uh, New Spring, we're in South Carolina here. A friend of mine uh, who actually played in the band as well gave me Randy Elswick's number and said that, hey, this guy's, uh, you know, does all the heavy band stuff that you like and uh, said that they needed a fill-in drummer and... uh, I was pretty busy, so I was wasn't really thinking a whole lot of it. But he gave him uh, my number, and I got a, a random text. Kind of one thing led to another. We ended up going with uh, I'm gonna sit in for recording drums for a song, and we kind of do this now. They throw something together on Scratch Track, and they say, "Josh, do whatever you want." <laughs> <laughs> and so it was the most blind uh, studio session I have ever walked into in my entire life because I was like, I have no idea who these guys are. I don't know if I'm even going to a studio. Um, this could be, you know, a trap. <laughs> and it was a really funny, random kind of thing that came up. And I went in and I did it. And I had just had some of the best time in my life. Our uh, audio engineer, who's actually our vocalist as well, uh, Wes Deloach, he's a, uh, somebody that you'll love when you meet and hate by the time you leave. Because he will not let you do a mediocre take. He will stop you in the middle of it and say, that wasn't good, do it again. He tells you what you need to hear, but not what you want. And that's I think that's where a lot of our quality kind of comes from. I throw something together and he makes it, you know, he turns it into a diamond. I come in and start with a rock. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's how I got in contact with these guys. With uh, Chuck is also one of the dudes in the band. He plays guitar. And um, they all crack jokes because uh, me and Wes are the babies. We're, uh, we're in our 20s and they're in their 40s. And they always like to crack jokes at us and call us the millennials. So... We're, we bring the, the youngness back to the band, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and that means you get to help push them around in the wheelchairs when they have to get into the studio? Absolutely. I open the doors for them. I say, oh, hey, let me, let me help you inside, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've wondered about your style. The songs all get into your Christian faith, but why not expand on that and deal with other topics? Um, so a lot of what we're kind of going for and a lot of the reason that I love this project so much and kind of where we are as far as how far we've come with, um, you know, music being able to be streamed anywhere in the world from, you know, an app that you pay 10 bucks a month for, um, is that the, the whole thing about, um, starting the band was to be, you know, a big light in the darkness. I think on our bio, we talk about dark things, um, that are going on in life but also what kind of leads you back, which is the Lord. And um, 
I think the majority of the reason that we haven't branched out so much to the secular side of things, at least not yet, because we haven't really talked a whole lot on what that's going to be, because we never actually played a live show yet. We All of our stuff is completely in studio. Um, we've never actually struck a chord in front of a person yet, which is which is funny. But yeah, as of right now, that's our whole thing. That's what we're all going for is just, you know, to bring the, the good word and and hope that it, you know, makes a big positive impact in someone's life. Okay, well, let's talk about that faith aspect, because the song Eyes Like Fire is forceful when it says, how long we've waited and anticipated avenge our transgressors. Our blood, which they've taken, will it be today? We've waited so patiently, a cup of wrathful taste for all of humanity. So tell me, is there actually a place in our world for aggressive Christianity? Yeah, I mean, so here's the thing um, nationally for us here in the States is that there's been a big and hefty push for being politically correct. And I say that with my fingers doing the quotations um, because you're always going to find somebody to offend. There's going to be something that you do that offends somebody. And I think a lot of times, especially as a Christian in nowadays, I mean, if you walk, you know, on the wrong side of the street and use your left hand, somebody's going to have a problem with you, right? I mean, it, straight from the Bible, it, you know, you're going to deal with trials and being persecuted. And um, being so absolutely direct and upfront, I think, really weans out the question. Because I've, I've grown up and there will be, you know, Christian bands on these uh, these video shows and things that I watched when I was a teenager. And nothing that they would say would really make me feel like they were a Christian band unless, you know, I really dove into it and understood what they were talking about. So I think a lot of that kind of goes towards, you know, as awful as it sounds, we're probably going to offend people (laughs) to some degree. But at the same time, you know, if we never made anybody but maybe one person happy out of a thousand or even just gave them some sort of hope to grab onto, it was worth every second of the work that we put in and all the hours that we spent shooting these videos, walking up 10 flights of stairs, you know, with drum gear and things like that. That's that's kind of what we're all about. Okay, then who's going to throw the first stone? Is it going to be Christians or non-Christians? Um, that's a good question. I mean, that song specifically, Eyes Like Fire, is actually... Um, it's more focused around um, the book of Revelation, which is, you know, the tribulations and talking about, you know, behold the white horse rider, which is, you know, they're referring to Jesus coming back on a white horse. Um, and it, out of his mouth is a sharp sword talking about this. This is all analogies. And um, mm-hmm. the, the out of his mouth is a sharp sword. And it's the word of God, meaning he's going to be speaking on scripture. That's about all I got with that one. <laughs> Will it be today? We've waited so patiently. 
There was Eyes Like Fire from Collision of Innocence. I guess I'm old school. I'm always wanting to hear an entire album, or at least an EP. And that point comes up during this part of the chat with Josh. You guys have been taking the slow and steady approach with your music. I mean, every few months there's a new single. Why not just take the plunge and go with a full release? Well, so basically the way that it's worked so far is every cent that we get, whether it be from you know streams on Spotify or views on YouTube, anything along those lines, it immediately gets directly dumped back into the band fund. So the band, as far as, you know, and, and donations, we've actually had several very hefty donations from people that really believe in the cause. And um, in reality, we could totally pack up in a, you know, super tight in a 10-passenger van and eat McDonald's and, you know, go on the road for you know, two or three months at a time. And, you know, myself and Chuck and Randy, we all, we all have a family with kids. And... Um, we're reaching more people with what we have and what we've been doing one song at a time and building up this whole it's like people are waiting for another single we get messages all the time um all the people that i know really that are really close to me they say the same thing they're like so when are we going to get that new single dude when are we going to see you guys play the first time when's this you know when's it happening i think it's just that approach has kind of just worked for us i guess is a good way to put it then does the band have plans to turn all those singles into an album? Oh, we're going to keep going until we run out of ideas, and that's probably going to be never. <laughs> <laughs> Faith also comes out in the song, Took My Place. It speaks about the wonder of Christ's sacrifice. Do you ever question that? I mean, should faith be a mystery? Um... So to an extent, and you know, I might be being a little bit vague, but I think everybody has walked through a hefty place of doubt. Um, I have, you know, personal friends of mine that I, I mean, grew up with or have known for a long time. You know, I would either have played in the church band with or just known, and um, now they're atheists. And I think the biggest thing that really like breaks my heart with that is that you can always come back. The Lord always has his arms open, right? There's there's never going to be a time that you should question if he's coming. It, you know, he's waiting there as our father to accept us no matter what we do. And I have to kind of wonder, am I going to see, you know, my best friends and these people that I love so much, you know, in heaven whenever, you know, we do end up passing on. So, yeah. This is Josh from Collision of Innocence, and you're checking in to The Antidote.
Took My Place, another track from Collision of Innocence. Next up, Josh and I get into the nature of the hard rock scene and bring in their latest single. The band has another single that's about to come out called Running Away. Yep. Effectively, it's about running away from God. What's needed to bring the focus back to him? Well, um, I think you could definitely agree and understand that we live in a world that is basically a gigantic distraction. Um, as far as, you know, the media, you know, whenever we turn on our car, what plays on the radio, um, what we see somebody wearing next to us or what somebody says that's close to us. Um, every every day we, uh, we go out, we're going to face some sort of pull away from, you know, what, what the, what the main thing is and the main focus is your, you know, your relationship with the Lord. And it's so easy to get into a, a mode of just being habitual and doing things routinistic. Ah, it's another Sunday. I'm going to go to church. It's Monday. Got to go to work. It's Tuesday. I got to go to rehearsal for the band. And, um, especially whenever you hit these times where you're like, you know, Lord, what's going on in my life? Why can't, why can't I fix my marriage? Or, you know, I'm worried I can't, I'm not going to be a good dad. Why can't I get this great promotion from my work? And, you know, the Bible says that it, the Lord won't give you anything that you can't handle. That's the main thing about it. So when it's not the Lord, you're going to feel an emptiness. And that's kind of what we're looking for is it's it's so easy and there's always open arms um, to come back to. That's That's what we're all about, too. You know, something that I find odd is that in the Christian music scene, there seems to be fewer and fewer hard rock bands. You guys have been getting quite a bit of success on the charts. Do you think that Collision of Innocence could revitalize the genre? Um, I mean, I would love to see that. It's funny you mentioned that. It's it's a very falling genre. I mean, not just in the Christian side of things, but definitely even in the secular side of things. And um, I hope so, because I grew up listening to this stuff. You know, my favorite bands growing up were Seether, Flyleaf, Red, Breakin' Benjamin, all of these hard rock guys. And not even all of them were Christians, and we almost don't hear from them anymore. And um, it's very odd to hear that same genre being taken out. And even if those guys, same guys are still around, it's not, you know, hard rock anymore. You know, they, they've taken a big turn to one direction, you know, being like super lighter or more mainstreamy. And, um... I would be ecstatic if we could see a big revival of that genre come back, especially in the Christian music scene, because you're right, it has definitely taken a definite plunge in the past you know, couple of years or so. Okay, we're going to pass that crown on to you guys, and you've got to carry it forward. <laughs> oh, well, hey, no problem. We'll just... Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, we, we have all the time in the world. Um, we don't have wife or kids. We'll just go on the road. No problem. We got it covered. <laughs> Listen, Josh, I appreciate your time. Thanks for coming to speak with us about Collision of Innocence. Hey, Dave, thank you so much for having me, man. Faster ring and it's on the rise It makes me feel 
you've just heard the band's new single, Running Away. And yeah, yeah, I know that wasn't enough from Collision of Innocence, but there's a lot more of their music available online. It's time to make the switch and jump into the music of Shiny Penny. This band is constantly on the move, recording music and playing shows, and that's why the audio quality of this interview isn't the best. Dean of Shiny Penny spoke with me as the band was on the road, heading eight hours to their latest gig. But quality aside, this was a great chance to speak with the band about Shiny Penny's just-released EP here in the open. Here's the first part of that conversation and the song, Love Isn't Easy. It's good to have the members of Shiny Penny back on The Antidote. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you for having us. Shiny Penny is a busy band. You have a new EP out, and as we're speaking, you guys are on the road to play another show. Is this what having fun is all about? Oh, man. Yeah, I guess you could say that, uh, depending on the day. Uh, most days anymore, we're pretty tired. <laughs> but we're we're hanging in there and trying to get sleep whenever we can. I mean, our guitar player just had a baby with his wife recently. And so that's been a new thing for him. And he's been trying to catch disease whenever he can. So. <laughs> that's impossible with a new baby. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that EP here in the open is obviously making an impact since it's charting on Billboard. Isn't that tough to achieve as an independent? Yeah, I mean, it was actually pretty exhilarating, to say the least, to accomplish that. We uh, essentially had to set up quite a few performances um, and just be as busy show-wise as possible so that we could have as many opportunities as we could to sell our records and essentially that is what put us on billboard is just um, managing to get enough album sales here in the open has a broader sound than your previous releases i mean some of the songs are bright and poppy and Others are slower paced, so I don't know. Does that mean that the band actually has a split personality? I think it just means that, for me, I like a lot of different type of music. I grew up listening to all sorts of different genres and whatnot, and I've always been a sucker for ballads as well as more upbeat, energized music and... Uh, I, I guess uh, when both of those worlds collide for me, this is what you get You know, when you hear uh, a compilation of compositions put on one record. And I've often wondered about that, you know, of, of how the continuity is between all of our music. And sometimes I wonder what a fan or a listener on the other end thinks when they listen to multiple Shiny Penny songs, because obviously there's... There's slower songs and there's more upbeat songs and there's kind of different sprinklings of genres here and there depending on the song that you listen to. So when somebody listens to an EP like our most recent one, Front to Back, you know, I always wonder that. And uh, I'm always curious to know what listeners think about it. I mean, we did try to make an effort from the first song to the last song of this particular EP really feel married together, you know, from song to song as much as I knew how to. But it's interesting, you know, given that the songs are very different. 
Well, then explain about a live show. Do you actually include those mellower songs along with the fun, happy songs? Yeah, we do. For the most part, I mean, if, if we're playing a set long enough, we kind of have to. <laughs> um, just because we, we need to have enough material, uh, depending on the show that we're doing. We, we play all types of shows, different types of events. Sometimes we'll play our own shows that we put on ourselves, where we're kind of kind of creating the feel and the, the vibe of the show, but then also we're playing shows kind of as an added element to what's already happening. And, you know, usually we're playing, you know, at least 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, a lot of times anymore, we're playing an hour and a half. And so, yeah, you know, our, uh, our catalog isn't extremely large. And so what that typically means is that we have to kind of pull out a lot of what we actually can play. I have a really fun time crafting our set lists, and I love creating transitions between songs just to make our music flow together as much as possible.
one of those Mellower songs is Holding. And the song says, we're not lost, we're just holding on to things we don't need. We're not broke, we're just broken trying to learn how to breathe again. What about yourself? What do you hold on to that you shouldn't? Anything and everything. Um, <laughs> All I, of it. Really, I mean, I think it's a problem I've seen in myself for a long time. And, you know, it's interesting that song kind of came out of a live intro transition type feel that we wanted to create actually before performing Truth live at a show earlier this year and one thing led to another and um, in the process of making this EP and putting all these songs together and making it kind of an exclusive thing we decided hey let's actually attempt to make a real recording of this because I think we may have something here that you know is really unique and could really add to the breadth of the, the EP and so yeah I mean like lyrically it's a very simple song of just realizing the reality i think for my loss of others i think of just something that i believe is pretty relatable of just in the the busyness just distractions all around of life in so many different facets um just how we can cling to things and i think that's a general theme that kind of keeps coming in and out throughout this entire record uh, if i you know if you think about it if you listen to enough of the lyrics you can kind of hear my heart weaved throughout the songs in that in that way it's just a constant wrestling and battling with the idea that we hold on to things a little too closely uh, which get in the way and contribute to the issues that we create for ourselves by blinding ourselves and getting in our own way Hey, we're Shiny Penny, and you're listening to The Antidote with Dave Hawkins.
For a band known for their bright, fast-paced alt-rock, they seem to have just as much ability with slower, thoughtful songs like Holding. And that wasn't the only one like that on their latest EP. Here's Dean from Shiny Penny to speak about that. The last time Shiny Penny was on The Antidote, you'd mentioned that you wanted to bring more of your Christian faith into your future music. But really, what would be wrong for just being known as a party band? I mean, it depends on what is being promoted. I mean, I think if you're a band that is just having fun making music and you're not necessarily making an effort to promote anything specific, um, I guess then time can only tell based on the fruit of what's coming out of the labor, so to speak. Now, you know, I think uh, negative influence can happen unconsciously or consciously, you know, as an as a artist is, is writing and producing and putting music out there, but there are a fair share of artists out there who are promoting relativism quite strongly and boldly, you know, and there's everything in between. So I don't really know what to make of that. I mean, I think there's a lot of bands out there that, you know, I, kind of the idea of separating the art from the artist, so to speak, that I think I, for one, do that without really thinking about it a lot of the time, because if I didn't, I probably wouldn't be able to listen to a lot of music, (laughs) because that I don't agree with the views of many of the artists that I listen to. (laughs) Including Kanye saying that he's not going to do secular music anymore. (laughs) Well, I haven't caught wind of that yet, but... Yeah, that was a surprise to me, too. As you mentioned, Holding flows right into the song Truth, which talks about searching when it says, I pick something up and get nothing. Truth, truth, I need something more to believe in, because I know nothing about love, but all I know is I want more. I brought this up with another artist recently. The world says that truth is relative, but is it? We don't believe truth is relative at all. Um, That's actually something, we were just at a show recently, somebody straight out of the gate, asked us the question, what truth is Shiny Penny trying to promote or to put out there, so to speak? And, you know, I I just proclaim that we are men of faith and and believe in God and believe in Jesus. And and, uh, according to the scriptures, according to the way we believe, you know, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And, And I kind of went into a short spiel about how, you know, in our day and age, especially amongst young people, Many do believe that truth is relative and that they can believe whatever they want to believe in. And if it's, you know, their truth, it's their truth. It's my truth, my truth, you know. But that thinking is not something that we jive with and that we believe is accurate. All that I dream of, they're coming in and going 
going out into a big flight And I'm a big rug under the feet of Another thought, another hope, another reason But here's the problem, see they're not stopping They're all around me waging war until I pick one But if I pick one, will it fill my cup? Or will it hurt and keep me burning till I'm dried up?
Truth by Shiny Penny from their new EP, Here in the Open. I really like the fact that this is a band that can actually do it all. I mean, that's a rare thing. And next week on The Antidote, we bring a band that does the impossible. I never thought any artist could combine country music with hip-hop. Yes, that's right, country music with hip-hop. Whosoever South does that, and they do it perfectly. So maybe it's a good thing to have a band on the antidote that can change my negative opinion about the legitimacy of country. As a reminder, you can hear The Antidote every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern through the facilities of Trent Radio, 92.7 FM, Peterborough, Ontario. Then Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern online at I Am Radio. And you can hear past episodes as a podcast on both iTunes and iHeartRadio. If you're ready for it, Dean comes back to speak with us about Find My Home, the final and superb song from the Shiny Penny EP here in the open. Enjoy this, and I'll see you again next time. You know, there's another song from here in the open that brings that faith aspect out to the front, which is Find My Home. And it also has the line, Will you show me what I'm missing? Will you show me what I really want the most? Yeah, I know I'm missing something. So will you show me what I need to find my home? Has Shiny Penny been on a search for faith? Uh, my, you know, my faith has been, personally, I mean, the other two guys are here in, in the van right now with me. Um, but personally, I can speak for myself. My faith has been tested probably more than ever, you know, in the last year or two in many forms and we've kind of had this song probably for almost a couple of years now but I still resonate with it in so many ways because it's a daily struggle for me uh, my faith working out my faith working out my salvation waking up in the morning and you know asking that age-old question yet again why am I here why am I doing the things that I'm doing you know why am I you know specifically why am I in this band why am I playing music why am I writing songs why do I care about this is it even important you know all, all those really tough questions that I feel many people probably ask themselves but yeah I mean essentially find my home is a song of searching and desperation and me praying specifically to God to to Christ, asking how to find him, how to know him more. And that's what I like about that song the most, um, is just the prayer aspect of it, just the just how personal it is to me and how much it actually means to me as somebody of faith, living out that faith and proclaiming it and, and reaching and continuing to search and grow. I know the other two guys can probably relate with me on that to some degree. Maybe you should tell us, I mean, way down the road, what will the history books have to say about Shiny Penny? Wow, that's a great question. <laughs> I, I guess I could take a stab at it for where I'm at right now. I, I think we're out to just be obedient to God uh, as individuals and as his church. Um, we all happen to be musicians. We all happen to have gifts and inspirations and inclinations to write music and play music are as part of our life and um, I think that fits into our lifestyle of how we want to serve Christ um, 
you know, there have been many times where we've had opportunities to have conversations with fans and lead others to truth. Um, I don't think we're, we generally are, are out trying to constantly, you know, verbally proclaim it in every way, shape, or form, every last moment that we have. Um, but I think we're just living our lives as fervently and as obediently as we can uh, to God. And, um, and we, we try not to be uh, unnatural or pushy, and we try to cover everything we do in prayer so that it's really God working through us if God really wants to work through us in any given situation, such as a, a concert or a show, you know, where we're around people or we have influence over people. Guys, thanks so much for this talk, and have a good time on the road and a great gig tonight. Thank you so much, Dave. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for having us. Yeah.
missing? Will you show me what I really want the most? Yeah, I know I'm missing something. Will you show me what I need to find my home? To find you.